Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We are looking live, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are at Terry Black's Barbecue here in Lockhart, Texas. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, we got some special guests that are going to join us. We'll get into some World Series discussion. We got to talk about Texas versus Curry State, the Purple Kryptonite. Also, got to talk about how damn good the food is out here. <laughs> Already had one meal. I'm probably going to have a couple of more out here at Terry Black's. Also, come on out here if you're in the neighborhood. It is great out here uh, in Lockhart. All right, we got a lot to get to, but first, let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream and the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. He is Mike Hardball Hard. What's going on, Lee? Man, man, man. We didn't came out to Terry Black's and Ooh. had a little bit to eat, and now I'm ready to take a nap. The itis didn't hit me. The itis. The itis didn't hit me. That's I might what, have to lay it down. That's what Terry Black's was the motto should be. The itis the will itis hit you. The itis will hit you. But let me tell you about my man sitting next to me. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime long Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rob Babers. I appreciate the intro, as always. And I'm happy to say, usually not the case when we are on the road amongst the people. But today it is. We have the real MVP with us. Got my man, the ideal Yanair, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustle spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid. 
But damn it, if he ain't on the because <laughs> he is working hard right now. For my man, my rag is a little sweaty. Oh, <laughs> and I forgot my sweat rag. I, I usually bring a sweat I, rag. I'm, I'm like the, that too. I forgot my sweat rag. Yeah. But uh, we we may or may not be having some difficulty. But you know we're gonna keep it, keep the party we'll, going. We'll be good after this break for sure. Okay. After this, after I feel this, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong. That's the the, the radio <laughs> rule. That's the radio rule. <laughs> At 3 p.m. <laughs> Perfectly two, fine two for p. one hour. <laughs> 3 p.m., let's see what's happening. That's usually how, how it works out. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, so make sure we're on our P's and Q's. We'll break down, obviously, a lot of football. We got Thursday night football games tonight. Texans, there's something going on between H-Town and Philadelphia right now. There is now. something going uh, on. H-Town and Philly. Yeah. Because we got the World Series now tied 2-2, which we'll break down here in a second. Thank God for hardball. We got him to help us break it all down from every angle. But we also got Texans versus the Eagles. And let's be honest, uh, make, make sure you catch the first quarter. <laughs> Catch, no, actually, the I was going to say, quarter. make sure you catch the second quarter. <laughs> At second, after halftime, this thing yeah. could be, it could be, uh, and honestly, the second quarter is where they could put it away. So we'll get to that coming up a little bit later on. Uh, we also have a special guest. Uh, we have the, in about 10, 15 minutes or so, after we talk World Series here a little bit, we're going to have the head coach of Lockhart Football join us Woo. right here. Uh, usually, we, we, we Playoff have, bound. Playoff uh, bound. Yeah, playoff bound. No right. doubt. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. No, congrats. Congrats. Congrats That's on right. uh, That's So right. Coach Mavis is going to join us coming up about 15 minutes. Uh, actually, I had I got a special connection with you Lockhart do. football. You do. And I'll explain that coming up when Coach joins us. It's a special connection. And honestly, I take a lot of pride and I brag about it all the time. You sure do. I brag about it all yeah. the times when I'm bragging about different things like, hey, once, you know, I, you know, uh, yeah. played in the NFL, was drafted. I actually might dated Kelly Rowland there you for go. a hot second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back early in days still in high counts. school. It still counts. Hot second. It still counts. Okay? <laughs> it still counts. It's a hot second. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, but also I brag about my moment with the Lockhart Lions uh, football program. So we'll get into that coming up here in uh, just a second. I want to talk some World Series, though, with my man Hardball here. Because as an Astros fan, go Astros! There you I'm go. I'm ecstatic. There you go. All right, I'm excited. First of all, I just got done eating some of the best barbecue I've ever had. So you're even more ecstatic. <laughs> I usually don't eat before the show. Yep. I will admit this. First of all, first of all, first of all, everybody know this. I don't eat in public. You did say that. Really? You did. When I go right. my, I don't really eat in public that often. I don't. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Especially when it comes to food that I have to use my hands with. There you go. That I have to, because then I'm, you know, then I'm going to, because this, this barbecue is finger licking good. There it is. You you know what I mean? You want to yeah. eat, I want to make sure I get all of it. I got you. All right. I don't want to waste none of it. I gotta get, man, I can't look at that bone and see some meat on there. <laughs> I'm going to be ashamed of myself. Uh, so you well, the thing about being here, the meat falls off the bone. That's true, too. <laughs> so you're you in a good place. That's true. It, it does fall it right, fell right off, off the, bone. the bone. Very true. Very yeah. true. Very true. Uh, but Terry Blacks <laughs> is so good that I had to uh, I had to break the rule. I uh, like it. I had to get down. I um, like some, it. And you know what? I'm probably going to do it again <laughs> at one point during the show. And then uh, Wifey's got me bringing home some brisket as well when she heard we was coming to Terry Blacks. So that's I, how it goes. I it's saw they got some Nana pudding up in there. You know what? I you saw know, the Nana pudding. I got to say, I'm not a pudding or a pie or a cobbler guy. Uh, hey, well, if you're not all of that, I'm not. that means there's more for me. <laughs> 
Because I am a banana pudding yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not anti-pie, cobbler, or you know, right, pudding. Right, right, right. But just, yeah, and I'm not really my thing. Not I my preference. You. So. I got you. But I'm, I've heard it's delicious. Delicious. I've heard it's delicious. I, yeah, you I'm, can't I, be calling no man delicious. <laughs> you can't be calling <laughs> delicious. Uh, I believe that is Terry Black's nickname. There okay. it is. Delicious. And if it's not, his nickname should be Itis. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about the World Series really mm-hmm. quickly. Uh, and then we'll, we'll have uh, Coach Mavis coming up here in about 10 uh, minutes or so. All right, so let's get into it. And it was a magnificent performance by Christian Javier. We yes, start there, right? Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, we're talking about a, the Astros' second team in World Series history uh, with a combined no-hitter, a World Series no-hitter. So that's how rare it is. But Christian Javier, uh, I mean, he played like a man possessed. What's the new phrase? He is him. I, he is him, and I am him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, is. He, he is him. He is uh, him. Six innings pitched, zero hits, zero earned runs. He had nine strikeouts, only walked two. Uh, and once he started uh, on the way he did, uh, and even though the Astros started relatively slow, they had that breakout fifth yep. uh, that really changed the uh, the dynamic of the game and the matchup now, now that it's tied 2-2. But uh, it was Christian Javier. I mean, he put the team on his shoulders yeah. and took him, took him to the promised land. And it's kind of funny, too, because yesterday we were having a conversation about Lance McCullers, right, and what was his deal. He didn't like to throw off the fastball. He liked working with his breaking ball. Christian Javier was the complete opposite. Yeah. 77 fastballs he threw. That high fastball. I heard Coach Let Ty talking about Let it. Let it ride, baby. And, go, by the way, go uh, go podcast meeting because Coach Ty Harrington, man, he, he was on there dropping some knowledge. Yeah, he was breaking it down. sweet science about the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, please continue. Yeah, and, and you sit there, and as a guy that faced pitchers like Christian Javier, hmm. he was the type that I didn't want to face because his fastball, although I love fastballs, Fastballs wasn't the reasons why I'm sitting next to Rob B. It's that slider that he can throw because the fastball is so effective. It When you go up, up there and you're getting a slider, it looks so much like a fastball that you can't pick up the rotation. Yeah. So it makes it very, very difficult because you think you're swinging at that fastball, but it's not the fastball. It's that slider that's going away from you. So when I was watching him last night, the way he was going through his warm by the way, again, what did I say yesterday we should look at? We should look at the heart rates of some of these yeah, players. like that. His was very calm again. Hmm. He knew what was going on. He was very confident in his delivery. He was very confident in his, uh, his approach to the game. Yep. And he stayed with the game, game plan. And can I give a shout-out to my man Christian Vasquez? Thank you. Wow. Called another great game yep. behind the play because he felt his fastball was going to be his biggest asset. And he lived with it, throwing nothing but strikes, having you chase balls in and out the zone. Mm-hmm. You can hit the top of the zone. You can hit the bottom of the zone. And as a hitter, you want to square the ball up. You want to find it in a, in a happy spot. And I love the fact of what Coach Ty said this morning because it's the thing that I've been telling y'all for a long time. Yeah. Quit trying to lift the ball up out the yard and get back to the, the principles of the swing. That's why you see these batting averages be so bad. The batting averages of today, I would still be playing because my batting <laughs> average would have been perfect for what was going on out there. I'm like, man, I'm way ahead of this. I've been striking out for a long time. But, no, but when you go up there and you're trying to hit the ball out of the park and the best thing I can do is elevate my fastball, it doesn't, most of the time you never wanted to pitch up there mm-hmm. because the ball would already be out the yard. Yep. People, would, people would jump all over that high fastball. But him being able to deliver that fastball and spot it the places that he wanted to, 
That's the biggest thing, too. As a hitter, if a guy has command of each one of his pitches, you have nothing that you can sit on. You have to go up there with a game plan. If it's close in this square, then I'm hitting in that square. I can't look for a certain pitch because he's so effective. And, again, Lance McCullers lived off his breaking ball. Christian Vasquez lived off his fastball, and that's the best pitch in baseball. The best pitch in baseball is strike one. Hmm. The second <laughs> like best that. pitch is that fastball and being able to locate it. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Uh, you know, Patrick, obviously you're an Astros fan. What were your thoughts about Christian Javier? I mean, yeah, that was an insane game he pitched. And, and I'll throw in the fact of I don't know if I can remember, especially in a World Series, a momentum change that drastic of, man, I don't know if we can even play in Philly. You know, they just destroyed us, and our bats aren't swinging. And, and everything it still else. took them 16 innings before they got, they got to, to their run. Five, yeah, you're right. That it, I, was, I, was still I was still freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Even with Christian Avia yeah. followed up. Yeah. No, it still did. But they, and they basically had one good inning. Yeah, that's it. And they I had one like, good inning, but yeah. you, you're able to see it go there, and you go, okay, now you've seen yourself hit the ball. You've seen yourself pitch well in this park, and they're going to be rabid tonight because it's the last game they get. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a rabid fan base. But, yeah, last night was – it was special, and it was one of those things where you didn't want to look up how many uh, no-hitters there were in the yeah. World Series. And every time I go to look up, I'm like, don't look at You're on Kid Jinx if you look it up, Patrick. <laughs> it's funny that don't you look say it that, up. Patrick, because most of the time I'm tweeting during the game and trying to give a little bit of insight yep. every once in yeah. a while. But I saw the way the game was going, and I was like, I'm not even talking about it. I, I already had my, my tweet was sitting there waiting for the game to end before I pushed in because – I didn't want to be the reason because, you know, yeah. as a former player, I already think it's part of me. <laughs> hey, man, you know, you ain't. Sat in my same you, seat the you, same way, couldn't even go to the bathroom. You control the mojo. <laughs> you control the mojo. I was mojo. trying to control the mojo. My man E. Hogan just came out here, kicked yeah. it to it. Terry Black, so everybody having a good time. To your point, Patrick, um, the, the Phillies are the first team in Major League Baseball history to hit five-plus home runs in one game and then get no hit the next yeah. game. In, in regular season or playoffs. It's never happened. Yeah. So, yeah. It, 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 well, that's what I'm saying. It's, right. it's, it's an insane momentum shift <laughs> of how loud that building was never happened. two nights ago. And then last night, just silence. Crickets. Silencio. Crickets. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And you give, give credit uh, to Christian Javier because that's a lot of pressure. Right? The World Series is about pressure. We've even seen Verlander. I'm not trying to jinx it. All right. Not yeah, I don't know. We got my bad. I should should have even stayed it this way, but I already walked into this sentence. But the pressure and how it it has an adverse effect on even the goats out there, even the greatest, and Christian Javier just walks up there like it ain't nothing. Yeah. I mean and it's just unfaced. Right. And this is the first time he got a chance to pitch in front of his parents too. His parents came in and they supposedly Predicted that he was yes. no no. Okay, so yeah, I'll I take this. it. I'll take it. Because his mom predicted yeah. he was gonna hit a no no. Yeah, his yeah. mom. Who is his mom? I mean, no, we need to talk to his mama now. What, what, hey, what's his mama say some nice things about Verlander. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what his, his mama, mama got about my, by my bookie? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. uh, hey, if she did, she <laughs> should have bet on him what's last mama night. Mama got to say about the Eagles <laughs> and the Texans second quarter. A number and I, I hope that it's the same thing my, bro, my boy Black Stradamus said because Dude. I've already placed that one on there too. I know, <laughs> seriously. I really want to c- confirm if his mama predicted he was going to hit a what no, was said. He was going to preach a no-no. That's exactly that, what was said. If that happened, we, we, man, his, we need to know more She's about Miss Cleo. Miss <laughs> Cleo. <laughs> Mike, what would you think if you were going out to play a game and she's like, you hitting three home runs tonight? You'd be like, no, I'm not. I'll be, Don't say that before uh, me. I was like, they're probably going to hit me. They're going to hit me. Hey, well, hey, thank you. 
Mama didn't jinx it at all. And I'm with Patrick. What Mama got to say about Verlander tonight <laughs> versus uh, Noah Syndergaard, that, that's going to be big. But, uh, you know, getting back to it, I will say that, you know, getting Christian Javier's performance, he, he now has <laughs> two starts with nine-plus nine strikeouts and no hits in the same season. Right. Now, Verlander has actually three of them, too, yeah. which is freaky. But he's got two of them. No other team has – so that's five combined for the Astros. No other team has five such starts total over the last 35 seasons. Yes. Combined regular season of playoffs. Right. Damn. That's a beautiful thing. But the thing about it is his motion is consistent. It is, man. Those are the things that when, when, when you're a batter or a position player or even a pitcher – your consistency and being flawless with the way that you go about your business is the way to success, and that is how he's been. His release point for every single pitch is the same. His rotation, same. When the ball comes out of his hand, it's same because he'll turn it this, he'll turn it to the right, turn it to the left, and that is how you got to look at him because everything's moving. He's got the high hand up, and then he comes back down with that release. But it's simultaneous, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Balance is everything. And you know that as a DB, as a center, as anything, position oh, yeah. player, if you have no balance, you right. don't have a chance. You're yeah. already halfway beat. Agreed. And that's the same thing on the pitcher's mound, fielding position. Everything was beautiful yesterday. You couldn't ask for a better day. That's why today, and we'll get into it a little bit later, this, uh, I think this game is going to be one of the tightest games of the night. Uh, I'm hoping that's the case. I heard uh, my man Jeff Howe talking about that. He wants a really tight game. He's an Astros fan. Do you so. think high scoring? I think high scoring. Mm. Well, high scoring tight game would be ideal. Yeah, <laughs> I've already took the over. Yeah, I, I, this oh, one okay. seems like if you get to the bullpen yeah. of the Phillies, which you think you're going to with center guard starting, that this will be a – this could be a – you know, seven, eight runs wins it. I yeah. mean, the Astros have had a five-run lead in three of the four games. Yeah. It's like, it's like it, I mean, and I know they, they won, won two. two. <laughs> I know. So they're better it's than a split. So they're better than Sark, anyway. Yeah. I'll say that. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Too I kid. I kid, Sark. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I, I kid. I love Sark. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of football, <laughs> I do. I love Mr. Sark. Uh, speaking of football, we got a special guest joining us right now. Uh, Coach, would you please uh, make your way? I know you're busy, Coach, so we appreciate any time you can give us. Uh, I, I've, I've admitted. Now, we're here in like a Lockhart, obviously, here at Terry Black's uh, Barbecue. Come on out here. Jones will be out here through the rest of the show. Great place. Great food, and I, mean, I haven't been out here uh, before, and I, I think it's just brand new. It's like a month old. It looks like it's brand it new. It is. I mean, everything is. is put the right way. Yes. One thing I noticed, it, that wood over there. Uh-huh. You got to have good wood over here if you're going to be able to cook some barbecue. Hey, you got to have good wood. You got to have good wood in baseball, too. Yeah, you do. You got to have good wood in a lot of things. That's just, <laughs> all right, anyway, yeah, see, that's Let's just get your Let's get to coach. Let's get me, to coach. Get me off, <laughs> off track here. Coach, we apologize for bringing you in like that. Uh, but, Coach, we appreciate your time. Uh, the coach of uh, Lockhart Football, Coach Mavis, joining us right now. Coach, we appreciate you. How you well, doing? I appreciate you all, uh, you know, having me on. It's, a, it's an honor to be here and honor to be with you guys at, uh, at Terry. So. Now, now, you can actually get and uh, uh, sit down. On down, coach. So we want to talk some ball. We need to get it. comfortable. Uh, you actually, and, and and correct me if I'm wrong here. I apologize if I'm off. 2019, 
Yes, uh, sir. when you first came here to Lockhart, Yes, sir, correct? March, March 2019. Okay, so what, what, uh, let everybody know, what, what were you doing before uh, 2019? I was, uh, I was the uh, head coach athletic coordinator at Abilene Cooper High School. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you know a lot about them athletes out there at Cooper. Yes, sir. That's Ow, it. That's man. It's, it's so many Abilene folks here yeah. in Austin. <laughs> Do you notice that, Coach? Yeah. Some of my best friends out from Abilene. <laughs> that's man. right. It's good crazy. connections. That's yeah, right. That's good people, too. Coops, yep. man. <laughs> uh, well, let me, let, me, uh, let me say congratulations, number one. Thank you, sir. Uh, for the progress that you've had. Uh, when you first got here, what was the record of Lockhart when you first got here? Oh, they had they had made the playoffs in uh, four years previous to, to okay. me getting here. And uh, the first year, we, we went to the playoffs um, and uh, had a great season. And, you know, we're right in the middle of, uh, you know, changing some culture with some with some momentum headed in the right direction. And then we you know, get to the world, the you know, world pandemic here. And it oh, kind of uh, kind of slipped us back a little bit. No I and mean, we've been grinding ever since then. Uh, this past spring was our first real true off season. Uh, and I think we've seen the benefits uh, from that this season so far. Yeah, you got six and three right now. Yes, sir, six yeah. and three. You got Headed, a big game this uh, this Friday against Kerrville Tivy at their place. That's right. Headed to the playoffs as yes, well. Yes, sir. Well, you know, obviously you coming here has kind of changed the way Lockhart football is being looked at. But rumor has it that the real reason why everything changed here was you had somebody come in and speak to the team oh, yes. uh, yeah. a few years ago. You heard about that? I heard yeah. about that. That's it. He's been, hey, the person I know that told me about it has right. been talking about it forever. No, absolutely, yeah. And it was a momentum-changing speech right. for your program. It was. As a matter of fact, that's, it goes on the resume. It was just, Rod came and spoke to the team. That's what changed everything. Oh, that's so right. that's it. Yeah. There it is. That was it. it. That, that was the change. Hey, Coach, I brag about it, man. Y'all got yeah. to win that night, yeah, We got though. to win that night. We did. win that night. That's it. Was, I was, how about so I, I did get a chance to enjoy, you know, the culture here. Right, we talk about Friday night lights and how special it is here in Texas. You know all about that. I, I, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed the the atmosphere. Um, it seems like you guys were building a great football culture. We we talking about the band or the booster clubs. Like everybody in the town, all in on Lockhart football. Is that something that you know you've noticed and obviously has been a priority? Are you coming in? I mean, this is the essence of Texas high school football around here when you talk about, I mean, community. And we got one high school, you know, uh, we got one of the most beautiful courthouses in the, in the state of Texas mm -hmm. anywhere around. I mean, you drive in there, drive into town, and it's just, it just resonates, uh, you know, community. And so, you know, being able to bring all that together, and, and certainly there's a football game on Friday night, but there's a whole lot of other parts. I mean, we got the Roaring Lion Band, the Lionettes, cheerleaders, you know, fans, community, and, and everybody cares and supports each other. That's what makes this place special. Coach, I I wanted to ask you about this weekend. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the football game. There's a barbecue thing going on <laughs> here, right here in the city. What, what, what does that do for everyone as far as morale as well? I mean, there's so many barbecue places sure. that are here, but there's also this big festival that's going on where everybody's coming into town. But, oh, yeah, we do have a football game, right. and everybody gets involved with that too. So talk about that too, about the whole city's uh, energy right now. Yeah, I think it's just it's extremely high. You know, uh, this is it, it's a state, and I would say probably – nationally type of, uh, you know, event this weekend. I mean, everybody knows about Texas barbecue and certainly Lockhart's the, the capital of barbecue yep, in Texas. Yep. And so, you know, all the energy and attention's coming here. And then, by the way, we got some great football and stuff going on right now too. Yeah, right. right. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it is. Everybody's just kind of bouncing around, got a little different swag about them, and uh, it's great to see. Hey, Coach, I, I came here and obviously got a chance to hang out and meet the fine folks here at Lockhart and here at Terry Black's Barbecue tonight. I saw a man I know very well. I didn't even recognize him. Um, Aaron Harris, all right, lifetime Longhorn, apparently has also part, become part of this community 
and he's football is in his DNA. Yeah, there's no doubt about so, that. Uh, <laughs> so you guys ended up uh, obviously hanging out together, ended up you know uh, having some fellowship. How did that happen? How did Aaron Harris and yourself end up getting hooked up? And is he giving you some of those those, those coaching tips and some of his time? Because uh, trust me, man, the man knows his ball. He does know his ball. Yeah, yeah no, does. it was, uh, and I think we, we, we certainly share. Okay. Uh, I, I send him uh, kind of some defensive scouting report stuff uh, every single week just to make sure that he's still staying fresh and progressing yeah. along, yeah. you know. And, yeah. and uh, there, Get him out there there's stone some, ages. That's right. There, there, there's some smaller details, and football has changed a little bit. So, you know, I formation I got, he was talking about. That's right. I got to keep him fresh. Eye formation, what's that? You know, nobody knows what that is anymore. So, uh, this is called the shotgun, Aaron, you know. <laughs> We're running the pistol. That's right, yeah. Right. So, we got to gotta make sure he stays fresh. No but, uh, no but, no, we uh, we met uh, last spring, and, um, I mean, really just kind of hit it off. Uh, you know, we're, we're both linebackers by trade. Oh, man, that's, and, a, that's uh, a special group right there. It's a special group. It is that a special, is a special group. group. Yeah. I know that group. Man. And, it's a wild group. Uh, and so we, uh, we just hit it off, and, um, you know, certainly with uh, his experience and expertise and, and the success that, that he's had, uh, you know, I knew I wanted to be able to, you know, he needed to be around our guys, and, and they needed to know him on a personal level. And, and uh, you know, he was able to, to work with our seven-on-seven seven group uh, this, this, this summer. And, um, you know, whenever time is free, be able to come to, to practice. And, uh, you know, he's with us and travels and, and, and travels with us. Our, our, our kids know him. And oh, yeah. uh, so, you know, I mean, he's just uh, – And he's wife, just he a, works for the school. It was our, his, his, his wife. Oh, yeah. The better half. He's, yeah. he's number two in the yeah, deal. Exactly. You know, because he was number two, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. So, consequently, oh, he's still oh, number two. Right. Is that oh, it? That's perfect. Yeah, okay, still tastes number two, all right? And so, yeah, she's – Elizabeth, his wife, is our head girls basketball coach. And so, yeah. I mean, their their families just jumped right into this community, and uh, you know, he's a, certainly a vision of of success for what our guys want to accomplish. Absolutely, and has played at the highest level and has got some hardware no uh, to be able to prove from it. Uh, has got a degree, more importantly, and is, is raising a, a beautiful family. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Before we let you go, we got to talk about this game this weekend. Oh, yeah. You travel to Kerrville, Tyve. Tyve's history is normally one of those better teams in this area. What have, what have you noticed on film for them at Kerrville Titan? I mean, they're just uh, – uh, I mean, they're, they're hard-nosed, uh, you know, intelligent football players. I mean, they're physical, uh, play the game the right way, um, you know, very well coached, sound in, in all three phases of the game. And, I mean – it's you got to go and execute you yep. know you you uh you know they're, they're, they're going to try to it's just going to be a constant chess match you know and um and uh you know i think our guys are ready for it had a great week of practice uh lockhart football team hasn't beaten them in 30 years oh, wow yeah and so wow. uh you know we, we've uh what i keep have told our guys all year long is the past is not predictive you know right. it doesn't mean anything it's just the past we can sit there and learn from it and obviously we need to change the results and you know we've had a great week of preparation and, and looking forward to go doing that on friday well, coach, best uh, of luck to yeah, you. Yeah, no Thank doubt. You. Best of luck, coach, and we appreciate your time. We know Absolutely. you're busy. No, let's do it. Let's, going on. let's do it again. Yeah, yeah let's do it again. Sure. No doubt. For hey, sure. whenever you need somebody to give that pregame speech, you let me know. I already that, that, know how that goes. Just take it, to the, take it to the next level. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is Coach Mason. Thank you, guys. Head coach, thanks, Coach. Head coach of the uh, Lockhart Lions football program. Uh, he's fantastic. He's good. He's, he's damn good coach, but also a damn fine human being, too. He's a great guy. It's a good fo- that's a good football American right there. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. No doubt. No, but Lockhart's got some special brewing man i experienced their friday night lights culture down there and it is uh it is fantastic it's really good all right so we're out here at uh terry black's uh if you want to come out here terry black's barbecue it is we'll be out here till seven o'clock uh probably 
going to stay after and, and mash a little bit too uh, and get something to go. But the whole crew is out here the four months. My man Patrick Davis also out here on the spot. And, uh, man, he's working harder than ever. Yeah, yeah. He's working yeah, harder yeah, than yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, working yeah. hard for y'all to make sure we bring y'all the program. We'll come back. We'll talk Thursday night football on the other side, Texans and Eagles, uh, all of that and more live uh, right here from Terry Black's Barbecue right here in Lockhart on 104 Now the Horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9. We are looking live, ladies and gentlemen. We are at the brand spanking new Terry Black's Barbecue. Brand spanking new out here in Lockhart. Been here for a month, they just told me. So, fantastic location. Uh, I got to make sure I get out here again. Already a little full. Usually I'm not full before the show. Uh, I've had a great lunch out here at Terry Black's. That's why I keep standing up. I know, me too. Like you, what'd you call it? Got that itis. Got that itis. That itis. Are we going to have to get y'all some sweat rags out of the van? Yeah, uh, I can't believe I got my sweat rag. What a rookie we'll, we'll get you some. We got some extra. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need uh, those. But it is also New Theme Thursday, for those who don't know. Uh, we, uh, New Theme Thursday, of course, self-explanatory uh, new theme, and it's supposed to give us uh, hints as to what the new theme will be through the song selections uh, yes. coming in from the breaks. I recognize that song. I do recognize that song. And there's an H-Town reference in there, so shout out to yeah, H-Town. Uh, yeah. um, so, so that might be headed towards your theme. It could be. It yeah, could be uh, an H-Town theme. I hope you're not, you know, the murder of takeoff is yeah, like the theme. Uh, or no, something. no, that, it's not. Cool. That would have that <laughs> that been Mingo. That would be on Earth taste. when they do that. Well, said H-Town. I hope that's not the he theme. He would have played Migos. It'd be really bad taste. <laughs> Man, uh, so, I'm sorry. It's not, that's wrong. That's no, wrong. I don't know what the H-Town Zero of my themes have had to do with murder. I'm not starting now. That is true. I'm a positive uplifting guy. I'm glad about that because we're all sad about that. So I'm glad that's the case. Uh, All right. um, I want to thank Coach uh, Mavis for coming on with us, uh, head coach of the Lockhart Lions. Great. And also thank the folks out here at Terry Black's, including Terry Black himself, uh, for having us out here at Terry Black's Barbecue. All right. Let's talk Texans, gentlemen. Let's talk about the Texans and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they and also my man E Hogan's out here. Shout out, yep, yep, E Hogan yep, came yep, out here yep. to kick a little bit. Apparently, this is like uh, he's one of his old stumping grounds. I guess I've only been here a month. I don't know how it's an old stumping ground, for him, <laughs> but that's how often E Hogan's been out here kicking that's right. it. All uh, right, Texans versus the Eagles. One five and one Texans versus the seven and zero Eagles. Last undefeated team left in uh, the NFL. And guys, I've been talking about this for a long time <laughs> about the Eagles and their separation uh, in the second quarter, it is a freakiest thing out. I mean, it's a freakiest stat, I think, in the NFL that currently is still trending, that the Philadelphia Eagles have outscored their opponents in the second quarter by 96 points now it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is the best quarter, um, basically, margin, if you will, uh, uh, margin uh, difference, if you will, uh, differential more, I should say. Uh, in the NFL for any team in any quarter 
through the first seven games ever, beating out the 1998 Broncos. I like it. So nobody's ever played football as well in the second quarter, in any quarter, as well as the Eagles play in the second quarter. Mm, no doubt about it. <laughs> I guess it's like nobody's played well in any quarter as well as the Eagles play in their second quarter. So that is the quarter they're going to pull away from the Texans. And, it's and, inevitable. And it is inevitable, especially when you look at the fact that almost all the Houston Texans decided that they didn't want to play this week. You, got, you, <laughs> you don't have your wide receivers, your top two. Rot wide receivers. For different reasons. For different reasons. Yeah. And now you're still trying to figure out, okay, do we even want to play this game on Thursday? Like, they, the Texans are in so much disarray that this, is, this may be a bloodbath. I told Patrick when they found out that everybody was not going to be playing, the line shot up so much. It's over 14 now. Which is rare in the NFL. And like you said, I mean, there's no reason. I don't, I don't no get reason. why it wasn't above 14 already. Uh, because it's the NFL. And it's I a know, Thursday night game. I, I, yeah, it's, it's true. A it's a Thursday, Thursday night, night game. game. But the, the way these Eagles have been putting it on teams. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's an ugly, ugly And the Texans are right the, here. the worst rush defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles are one of the best rushing teams in the NFL. Sixth in NFL in rushing yards per game. They lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns since Jalen Hurts became their starter. Uh, I'm talking about so since like 2020 when he became the starting quarterback. They lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns with 45. In that same time span, the Texans lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns allowed <laughs> with 43. And last weekend, the Titans had what 314 rushing yards? I think on the Texans. Yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> but I think that's where the challenge comes in, right? As a Texans defensive player, you know that you just got ran through last week. Do you challenge yourself and say? We can't let that happen again. We can't let them go crazy on the ground. Mm -hmm. If they're going to beat us, let them beat us through the air. We can't go out there for morale's sake. Yeah. I mean, you got pride. You don't want to go out there, oh, that's that's King Henry. Okay, we expect that. He's done it to us more times than not. But we're definitely not going to let Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts go off on us like that. That's the challenge. I would say make Jalen Hurts throw the football and not get beat up that much on the ground. Yeah, that's a, I mean, I, prideful thing. That's what I'm talking. I don't about. disagree with that. They haven't been able to stop the run all year long, so I doubt they're going to be able to stop it against Jalen Hurts because now you have a running threat at quarterback who also can throw the ball effectively. Yeah, he's one of the NFL leaders in passer rating, and they couldn't stop it last week. Now Derrick Henry is a force of nature by himself, but Malik Willis wasn't even a threat throwing the football. Right. What he had like ten attempts total. Yes. They, they, they weren't even throwing, trying they to throw the ball. They off. They were handing, handing the football off. off, pounding the rock. Philly leads the NFL in explosive play rate. They're the most explosive offense in the NFL. Seven, nearly 18% of their plays are explosive plays. I, I feel like the Texans, um, without any way to keep up with an explosive team like the Philadelphia Eagles, this thing's going to get out of hand really fast, really quickly. I agree with you, though. Stuff the box and stop the run and force them to beat you through the air is yep. probably your best shot. Um, but they present you with almost and in it's, it's really like a mathematical equation you can't solve, like an incalculable one. Because Jalen Hurts, they, he used the zone read fake. Yep. All right. So he's he's got the zone read, which means you got to, and that's a read, it's an RPO, by the way, their zone read fake. So he's reading that defensive end for the zone read, but also reading a second level defender 
almost signed. This is why they're saying right now this guy is doing next level processing. Yeah. Because this is what he's doing. Right? This, is, this is the way it works. Their offense is pretty MVP level processing. Exactly. It's pretty simple, but it's yeah. almost impossible to stop. Yeah. So you got a dual threat quarterback who's running an RPO, right? Run pass option. And they got to say they, his, the RPO tag is a wide receiver screen on the outside with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, some combination of it. So he's going to run the RPO. All right, the run pass option. He's reading the defensive end, but also reading a second level defender for the tag. Who's on the other side? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's on the back safety, side? Of yeah, the, that yeah. safety or exactly. that linebacker, whoever it is. Exactly. And if he decides to hand it off, boom, he hands it off because they probably have a light box. But if he decides to keep it, he's either keeping it as a quarterback keeper or deciding I'm throwing to that tag route. And not only that, you got your your tight end Dallas Goddard coming across on the backside. Sometimes you're time. right. Sometimes they got, they got, a, they got a late all releaser. Of that. Yes. She's got like oh. four different things you're defending simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And that's it. After all that, if it's not a quarterback keeper or a throw to the to the tag to the route, he decides, "No, I'm going to scramble." Cuz I don't like any of it. Right. I don't like any of it. So I'm just keeping the damn thing and I'm going. Which is different than the keeper from the zone read. Right. It is it's so complex yet so Really simplistically brilliant, wow. the way they set up this offense for him. Well, and but that's, and that's why nobody can really stop it. Right? They now. made the adjustment to who their quarterback is. That's why I don't understand why some of these other teams are trying to make a quarterback not be what he is. You drafted a guy. I keep going back to Justin Fields. The blueprint to having a successful offense for Chicago Bears is the Philadelphia Eagles. They're the same type of player. They're taking the Ravens blueprint. More. They're taking, yeah. They, 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 they're very similar though in terms of what they're trying to do. A lot of RPO. But I think that, of, but yeah. I think that Justin Fields is a better passer than Lamar Jackson in my eyes as Ooh. a quarterback, as a thrower. I don't know about that. But he, you think about it. If he has an opportunity to do some of these things right that, that, if he has opportunity to use these type of players, he might be able to be that type of quarterback. We'll see what happens now. He's got Chase Claypool. But we're going to go back to, to uh, Jalen Hurts. The way he's processing everything, the way he's been running the football, the way he's able to dissect and, and break down a play quickly is so different than where people thought he was going to be. You know why? Because the coaching staff sat with him and said, what is going to make you successful? Forget everything that I've been trying to bring to mm-hmm. everybody. I want to know what's going to make you a successful quarterback. And they saw it at the end of last year when he took over, and they started winning all these games, and now he's run back into it, and they kept that same thing. And they went out and got a big play wide receiver with them to go with a big play Heisman Trophy wide receiver that they had before. But this is where it switches is, okay, well, now if you're the Texans, how do you get Davis Mills any sort of confidence and you go, you have Damian Pierce. You're going to run Damian Pierce as, as many times as you possibly can in this game. But when you say you don't have your top two wide receivers, you're going up against uh, a top five defense. passing defense. defense. Yeah, yep. no doubt. How are you able to get anything going to go, okay, we get they're going to score on us just because they are scoring on everybody. Yeah. So we, they scored on the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a good defense. They're scoring on everybody. We need to at least put up some points to try and cover to try and have some respect because there's a big difference between losing 48 to 35 and losing 48 to nothing. And that's the question <laughs> is no. can you score some points? And that's what I want to see. Is there any way to get Davis Mills any type of rhythm in this game because you feel like they're just going to try him out, right? Yeah. If you're the Eagles, you go, look, we're not a great rush defense, so why don't we just line up, we'll stack the box, make Damian Pierce run through us, and we'll, we'll make him throw it on third and longs. And then we can maybe spread out. But if you're the Texans, you can't just keep getting stuck in a third and eight, third and nine. No. 
So Guess what do you do if you're the Texans? Pray. But you're right, though. You definitely need to pray. You, you got to stay ahead of the chains. Damian Pierce is probably your best tool yeah. right, to be able to move the football. Um, but, man, you're talking about a defense that leads the NFL in takeaways, too. The beauty oh, of what yeah. the Eagles do, they're plus 14 in turnover margin. Nobody else is even close. Yeah. Jalen Hurts has only turned the football over twice. And yet they've taken the football away 16 times, and I believe they lead the NFL or the one the leads in interceptions too. Yeah, 10. Well, sorry, 10 interceptions. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want Davis Mills throwing the ball a lot. I don't. No, I'm with none of us do. Especially without two his two top targets yeah. at wide receiver. I, I mean, don't want Philip that. Dorsett is your number one wide receiver tonight. Oh, that's your number one, dude. You uh, look, he was he was a beast before though. <laughs> he looked decent in preseason. <laughs> Do you know Davis Mills? Yeah. Davis Mills he was a beast before. And, and Davis Mills actually deserves a little bit of sympathy. He's only started twenty nine games in college and the NFL total, so he hasn't started a lot of games. But he's one fourteen and one as a starter versus every team not named the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, that's not good. Okay. No, I mean, if you watch him at the end of that game against the Titans, he was having trouble throwing screens. Like, if you're – He's regressing. Yeah, and that's if you're getting down to where you have – and, I mean, you're going into a Thursday night, a short game, a short week game. I mean, this may be a point where you may have to either pull him out just to say, look, man, we're we're destroying your career at this point because you're going to throw five picks in this game. I just just need him to throw one. <laughs> yeah, I just need him to throw. But one. I don't know. I mean, like you just figure there's some point in this game on a Thursday night where you just have to go, man. For your own sake, let's try and pull you back out of this because they're going to come after you. We're, I mean, we can run the ball as much as we want, but if it's third and we have to throw, I think they yeah, pulled what are you the dog. Do? I think I they know. pulled the dog. You just off say, at, you just say, hey man, let's start punting on third. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is you have to do you, something. You have other quarterbacks on the roster. Might as well try something. Maybe to just say, hey, let's. Let's get Davis Mills in a more winnable position, and if he starts to play bad. Now, Davis Mills could come out and play decent tonight. He could. And, gonna, and but, what does Rod always say? Quick game, quick game, quick game. They're yeah. definitely going to have to play with the quick game. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing is Jordan uh, – God, what's the but big you know game? Jordan Davis is not playing today for, for – uh, Man, they got, they got plenty. Yeah, they, they got plenty of guys. Robert Quinn is making his debut yeah, they're so this weekend, the too. But – I, I think if you try to go too much quick game and it's predictable, Darius Slay's going to have a field day. He's going to pick Well, and you remember, yeah, if you're going to quarterbacks all the time. Just need And one. if you're going quick game anywhere over the middle, that's where they're all going to be. Yeah. They're all going to be sitting in the middle waiting for Pierce. Yeah. So. It's a uh, – well, looks bleak. So, what, what, what breakdown. So, are they going to get shut out tonight? Is that the question? No, I don't Is think they Is that the bigger out. thing? Are they going to look like Philly? Um, the, the Phillies? Um, with a shutout, no I think hit. they, I think they cover. No I think they cover. I don't think they shut them out. I think Texans. It's an NFL. The NFL, it's just more competitive. That's a lot of points. It, it's it a, lot. a lot of points. But, but I, I mean, I could see it being they could put up 35, 40 points in this game. I mean, the Eagles put up and the Texans put, can put up fourteen. They could put up twenty four, and the Texans end up putting up seven. I could see that. That's happen. what I'm saying. Like, like I can believe that the Texans can't score. Yeah, they can. Like we, I can't even envision a way where Texans put up ten points in this game. I'm serious. Yeah. I can't. Dude, last week. They had 64 total yards last week through three quarters. Right. 64 total yards yep. through three quarters. And y'all sitting there talking about they're going to score 10 points against a top five that. defense? No, I'm not saying it. 
That was the that was the lowest yardage total three quarters I, for I any said, team all I said I said not shut out. <laughs> that that, that is said, huge. What's that? Three points. Three points. Yeah, yeah I guess because luck, right? They, they can they can fumble or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. But they don't turn. But they don't turn the ball. They don't over turn the ball over. They don't touch. Hey, maybe maybe a bobbled up. snap on the punt. Bob, there you go. <laughs> special teams. Yeah. Special teams. Special teams is how the Texans can score. It would have to be. All right, all right. There you go. That's the breakdown that you wanted. If you're a Texans fan, well, no, you want them to tank. So that's that's a breakdown. Down you yeah. want so it's bad. all beneficial, right? Exactly. They're it's gonna look beneficial. bad. There you go. I think they got right now two picks in the top ten. They got number two pick and the number ten pick. So that's if you're a Texas fan, that's what you want right there. Hopefully that you know but those gives pe- your those, optimism. Those, but those players that are coming out of college are looking like oh, I don't want to go to that college crap over there. I don't yeah. want to do that. I might hold out. Yeah, might hold out like Eli. That's true. That's a good point. But they like Houston a lot. They good, do H Town. Good strip clubs. Yeah. Good, good food. Oh, they can spend that money. Yeah, they got. They can spend that money. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll come back. We'll get. We're live from uh, Terry Black's Barbecue here in Lockhart, having a great time. Good food out here. Good folks as well. So if you're in the neighborhood, come on out here and join us. We're out here on uh, the patio, but it is a beautiful weather. I don't even need a sweat rag actually, and I forgot my sweat rag. That's because you're so cool, dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll uh, come back. We'll get into the flex on the other side, right here on Ball. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn, and we are looking live here from Terry Black's Barbecue. It is a new thing Thursday. We're supposed to be guessing, hard what the new theme for today is based on these song selections given. I do kind of recognize this jam. Yep. You got a, you got a guess as to what the new theme is? I'm thinking it has something to do, obviously, between Philly and Houston, H-Town. They're both playing each other today. Oh, and one team is just killing time, and the other team is trying to win a pennant. Oh, I like that. A World Series. So does that have anything to do with it? That might have something to do with it. Okay. So it's just like H-Town Philly because of the Thursday night football game, too? Is it's got a it? lot going on. Okay. It's not, it's not directly H-Town Philly, but you're very, very close. Okay. okay. All right, all right. Is it because we're doing barbecue out here in Lockhart? No, no, it's, okay. not, it's not Lockhart. Okay. I was going to say, if it's a barbecue, we way off there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's where we are in uh, uh, Lockhart, of course, having a good time. And uh, we're at Terry Black's Barbecue, brand spanking new location. Been open just a month, having a good time. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, it really is. It really is nice. We'll give you some more details. Uh, details about uh, what's going on because Lockhart's got a very special event happening too uh, coming up this weekend but let's talk about the flex here go to flxatx.com of course uh, you can go check out all the great content that the flex crew has there as a matter of fact I feel like we just had our flex segment we did because uh, we did <laughs> uh, we had uh, coach Mavis on who is the head coach for the Lockhart Lions on talking about their program they got a big game coming up against uh, Corville Tyvee yes uh, this weekend and I've heard they're moving a ton of games up to today too yep as a result of you have these, okay. I so, do have them pulled up uh, of some inclement weather that could be coming this weekend. And, and great job by our flex crew. I, oh, man, they're awesome. They're they're always Shout on out. top of this. And the their blog basically just said reportedly two hundred and thirty games have been moved up to tonight oh. as a result of scheduling that goes all the way up in Dallas Fort Worth area, That's but crazy. then all the way here because there's supposed to be bad weather coming in town uh, headed into the weekend. Elgin and Rice. Rice. Elgin and Rouse moved their game up to 6 p.m. kickoff tomorrow night. Tomorrow so they're going to stay there. Okay. But tonight, Westlake versus Buda Johnson is tonight at 7 o'clock. Hayes versus Lehman is also at 7 o'clock. 
Uh, Huddle versus Weiss is at 7 o'clock. Lago Vista and Gerald have moved up their games to 7 o'clock tonight as well. So all those games that you were expecting, there still are some games that are still planned on being played tomorrow night as regularly scheduled. But some of those teams that we just went through have moved their game up to tonight at 7 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, and you can go find out uh, more about that and get more information over at flxatx.com. The crew has uh, that listed for you there on the website. Uh, Also uh, wanted to uh, let everybody know, too, that we are getting ready to uh, finalize our list for our all-flex team, mm-hmm. uh, for the, our all-flex football team. So that will be coming up here uh, shortly. Really excited about that. Uh, that will be coming up towards the end of the season. This is actually the last regular season game of the season. Yes. Um, so yeah. shout out to all of the teams uh, who are uh, ending their season, hopefully on a good note, hopefully not the last game for a lot of teams out there. Uh, also, the Flex crew have finished their all-flex volleyball yes. uh, watch list. And yesterday we gave you the middle blockers. Uh, day before that, <clears throat> we gave you the uh, liberos. Uh, here is the uh, the, the setters, uh, the the setter Savannah uh, Scopo, uh, 2024 prospect out of Rice, uh, right of Rouse. I said the same. She's going to Rice. I know. <laughs> She's out of Rouse, going to Rice. So I got a little mixed up. Surpassed uh, 3,000 career assists this season and broke the school's single game assist record with 58. The record was held by her older sister, which is pretty damn cool. Keeping That's, it in the family. Good, good genes there, good DNA. Uh, Rouse has won uh, district for the seventh straight year. So it's a damn good program they got there as well. Uh, also, <clears throat> uh, Riley Garris. 2023 prospect out of Vista Ridge, uh, Cal State Fullerton commit, 269 kills, 425 digs as a setter, uh, also helped lead team to the playoffs this season as well, and uh, Dylan Gilkey, 2023 prospect out of Cedar Park, San Jose State commit uh, with over 1,141 assists and averaging 9.7 assists per set heading into the playoffs. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, balling. Ba- yeah, and yeah. and again, we we got to give a shout out to our man Zach Lucero, who loves volleyball, and he's he's always dialed into that. Yes, he does a lot with the football teams and a lot with the uh, uh, ATX Flex ATX because you know why it's a flex. Um, but they get <laughs> after it and they go out there and they get to know a lot of these players and all these coaches. So there's a lot of hard work that goes into it, and I can't. Be so. Uh, I gotta applaud those kids for all that they do. Yeah, no, they do a great job. I mean, Zach Lucero, but uh, Snoop, Snoop, JJ Dunn, Derek Cohen uh, does a great job. DC Nolan, the seed. Yeah, uh, also does a good job uh, over there with the flex crew, man. They keep expanding the group. Uh, Cameron now uh, working with them a little bit, so they do a great job, man. And I'm uh, really proud of those guys. And uh, I keep getting compliments about flex. And I'm like, don't compliment me because I ain't got yeah. nothing to do with it. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, well, we got something to do. We with do it. our part. We Let's ain't doing the hard work. Right. This is, uh, as I admit, we just kind of getting credit for it. All right. Well, also uh, taking credit for uh, this uh, great uh, broadcast that we had out here too. But it's not us. Uh, first of all, man, Patrick working harder than us. But also the good fine folks out here at Terry Blacks for all their hospitality. Uh, so we appreciate them. We'll tell you some more about that on the other side. Uh, also, uh, we'll give you some more details uh, about this weekend because uh, we're going to be out and about all this weekend. And we're time to break down Texas football. Texas versus K State, the Purple Kryptonite. And we're from C Sarkeesian from his media availability, his Zoom availability earlier today. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.